And I think it's bringing people up in a wrong way to where we have no clue what virtue is. The biggest virtue is just self-love, which has literally nothing to do with any of the real virtue that God cares about. Welcome back to another episode of PPK. We are finally back at it. I feel like we were doing that a lot. Like, you know, start, stop, start, stop. Um, so it goes. <laughs> well, this, it's been a busy year. It is. It is. A lot of things are changing in the landscape, um, as you can see in the new studio. In the new studio. Yeah. It's a little different, right? Yeah. A little different background. Different vibes. Different, different vibes. Most different vibes. vibes. Different energy as well. Different energies. Yeah. <laughs> we like to bring different energies at you guys. <laughs> yeah. Different energies. Uh, different, you know, changes, obviously. We got a new married man in the house. What's going on, guys? <laughs> yeah, we're all ringed up here in the studio. So check that out yeah, for the vibes. Checking out the, the married men in the studio. We got baby Gianna on the way. Yeah, it's getting closer and closer, folks. So keep uh, baby Gianna and my wife Michelle in your prayers because mm-hmm. it's getting crunch time. Yeah, our, um, our other uh, daughter, Bria, our other daughter. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm the I'm the other daughter. I'm the middle daughter. <laughs> you said Michelle. I don't, you know. Anyway, but she is. She's my other daughter. But our oldest daughter, Bria, is pregnant with Micah Jack. So shout out to Bria and Jamie. Expecting baby number two, Micah Jack, will be coming in November. So we're super jazzed about all the things going on here. Hey, maybe pray enough. I can get a baby. What do you guys think? <laughs> we can try that out too. Yeah. Hey, Colin, where's your prayers at? We need. Yeah, we need Colin's prayers. Colin, dude, hit me up, man. Gracia, yeah. Sergio, you know, all, all the legends. followers, all the legends out there that are trying to help pray for us. Yep. We got some stuff. We're trying to start, uh, you know, another, the 13 tribe of Judah, right? The yeah. Saban tribe. Yeah, so, we need those. Yeah, we need those. So if you can just, you know. Special shout out as well um, to Carry Your Cross. Oh, yeah. Shout out Carry Your Cross. Andy, our boy. And uh, listen, Andy, in case you're wondering why I'm not wearing it, you think I'm disrespecting you? I'm not disrespecting you. I was disrespecting those weights in the gym I was in earlier. That's what I was disrespecting. So I wore that shirt, uh, put it to get used already. Threw it in the washer, and there's no disrespect here. Yep. Weights was are disrespected, though. Strength through suffering, Andy. So I was carrying my cross. In he the gym. was carrying his cross. So shout out to our boy Andy over at Carry Your Cross, who's doing big things. So go give him a shout out and a like and a follow. Appreciate mm-hmm. the gear, brother, um, and keep up the good work out there. Yeah. Follow him on Instagram, Carry Your Cross. Uh, and you can check out the merch. You can support the, what the PPK is supporting today at uh, carryacross.com. So, again, shout out, Andy. Appreciate you, bro. Yeah, I'm liking the material. I don't know what this is. Yeah, I don't know, dude. I might sleep in this. It's, it's feeling kind of, it's yeah. feeling kind of nice. I might work out in again, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, inspiration for today, Meeks, kicking it over to you. So, today is an interesting dialogue, I your word. Um, but it's just really about, I think, one of the major issues I see in um, County and my generation and kind of within society, especially today, I, not even our generation, I think everyone's generation right now. And that's the issue of an insecurity that is not the, I don't think the insecurity that we generally um, describe or feel as in um, like I have kind of this lack of confidence in myself. I don't feel good, whether it's I'm not good looking or whatever it is. I don't like the shape of my body, that kind of stuff. Not necessarily what we're trying to focus on today. I think it's an insecurity which comes from this uh, new self-love and pride, really. 
And this insecurity is really in not understanding where your worth is at. So both of these insecurities, right? Not understanding that, you know what, my, my face, my looks or my body doesn't determine my worth as a human being. My mm-hmm. worth is within the child of God. But then we have this flip side where we're so confident into ourselves and we, we hide it in this body positivity where we can just, just freely show ourselves essentially. And then that's supposed to be, that's supposed to be security when, when in reality you're still not understanding that your work doesn't come from how your body looks. It mm-hmm. still doesn't come from that. So I'll, although it's good that you recognize, you know what, I'm happy with who I am, but that's still not where your worth comes from. Your mm-hmm. worth comes from here. Your worth comes from God. The fact that he made you in his image and likeness. And then the other side, I think for men, because this is not just a woman thing, the men is the constant need to feel like we have to flex everything now. So everyone we put on a platform, right, that we think are these great people, it's just a $200,000 watch or I got to have these 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 shoes. I got to have the off-whites. I got to have this and that. Every time I take a picture, it's got to be, you know, I got my my Louis belt on that's fake and we all know it's fake or just stuff like this that we like constantly have to put up. And the reality is someone who's secure doesn't have to do that. We don't need that attention because that, that attention is the one that's distracting and it, has not, it doesn't come from God. So I think both are insecure and I think in different ways and we can talk about a whole lot of different things of insecurity, but I think that's something that needs to be discussed more within uh, our time and generation. Yeah, I think you bring a great point to to be discussed because I think we're, we live in a time of social media. We live in a time of um, everything's instant, multiple platforms where people feel the need to let us know how secure they are. Right? Let us know just how secure you are. And it's interesting. It's, it's, like, it's like people who hustle. Hustlers just hustle. They don't go and let everybody else know that they're hustling, right? So people who just get busy, go get busy because they're too busy getting busy, right? Not necessarily worrying about telling us. Sec- secure people don't have to tell you they're secure, because they don't care about what you think, mm-hmm. right? And, and in some, you know, let's be real raw human. So there's, there's a bit of us, right, because we're social beings. We want to be accepted. We want to belong. We want to, we want to be liked to a certain degree. But in all actuality, people who are very secure, specifically in the person of who they are, created in the image and likeness of God, don't need people's approval. Doesn't mean we don't struggle as Christians. Doesn't mean we struggle as, you know, as, as soldiers of Christ. It just means that we aren't focused on the likes and the followers and the attention were focused on the cross. Speaking of carrier cross, we're focused on Christ himself. What say you County? Well, while you guys were talking, I was just thinking like what father Archbishop Fulton Sheen, he, he said kind of along the lines of um, the more glittery and fancy the, the, the one's outer appearance is you, the, the more, the more impoverished and the poverty of the soul start is, is more apparent to um, to us, you know, it's, it's just a, it's a representation of, of what's really going on interiorly. The obsession with the material is just a sign of our broken immaterial uh, side, our soul. Um, and, you know, at Meeks, you're kind of talking about how society nowadays has kind of not necessarily changed its perspective. It's just kind of gone to the opposite, the other opposite extreme. So it went from, you know, Typically, you think of the insecurity being, you know, I'm, I'm no good, I'm terrible, but now it's like, I'm so good. I'm my, you know, my body is amazing, or my fitness is this, or whatever it is, my money, I got, you know, I got the BMW in the back and every picture. Um, and, and, you know, I, what I was thinking as you were saying that is like, it's not that we're 
trying to find the right like dial of what what would be the right um, amount. It's that that dial is the wrong dial to be turning anyway. It's like, why are you even wasting your time with that? Because it, it shouldn't matter at the end of the day of your physical appearance, your, um, your financial status in the eyes of your followers. And so I think when we turn away from that dial and we say, you know, like God, my, our, our, our security, our identity comes from God first, then it rightly orders the fitness, what our body looks like, because we're nurturing it because it and nourishing it because it is a, the temple of God, right? Mm. And we are able to, you know, be prudent with our money because it is a good thing to sustain ourselves and our family, right? It, it rightly orders those things. And so what I'm seeing is the devil just loves to, you know, use the same tricks, but he just, he kind of changes it here and there just depending on the culture and our own brokenness and our right now it's just a lot of pride i mean we're just we just ended pride month you know (laughs) and pride is everywhere and the devil knows that so he's taking our insecurity and he's masking it as pride now and pride is a good thing when it's still the same insecurity it's just looking differently yeah masking pride as security Mm -hmm. yeah and you see us well, you know, there's there's always both and in Catholicism, right? So social media itself is not a bad thing, but when you don't contain the proper virtue, it's going to become a bad thing. And we've all felt victim to that, right? Just, you know, being lazy or just the fact that you're bored or whatever it is. But without that lack of virtue, now all we do is get into comparisons. And now it's become a huge thing. I mean, I don't think guys ever really compare it. I mean, kind of, in the in the weight room. Like, I'm like, yeah, guy's pretty massive. You know, yeah. <laughs> I'm like 5'6". Um <laughs> And so you get into that, but then it's like this idea, like, okay, now I see these guys, I see all these rappers and doing this, like, now I got to be that because like, that's, that's what, that's, that's like, that's, whether it's cool, it's swag or whatever it is, but like, that's what I want to be. And this is a continual, like, lack of true understanding of like, what we're supposed to be as human beings. And we've gotten like lost in this entire I don't know, like distraction and facade of like humans. And I think we've known for a while how just because you have all these things, like doesn't mean that you're not empty. And a lot of them do those things because they are empty, right? We're going to the club and we're getting all these things and we're, we're showing all this because at the end of the day, you can't go home at night and just sit there by yourself because it's that bad for you. you. You can't sit in silence and understand who you are as a human being. You can't reflect. Yeah. So what are we going to do? We're going to go out and we're going to distract ourselves as much as possible. That's really what it comes down to. And I see that within a lot of my coworkers and just regular people, you know, just like um, just people who don't have that same purpose and faith that we have. And you can see them kind of just interject out on different things. And right there to me, that's, that's a lack of security. That's a lack of peace within yourself. And I, I'm going to bring up a basketball analogy because that's kind of what I think, how I think in terms of, but it's like, Tim Duncan's the greatest power forward of all time, and he is possibly the worst dresser in NBA history. <laughs> but that guy, I mean, when you think about people who are secure in themselves, there's probably no one that comes to mind more than Tim Duncan. He didn't care about how you, th- how you thought of him. He didn't care about being flashy on the court even, but he's still going to dominate you, still putting 30, 12, and three blocks on your head. Mm-hmm. And it's like Kawhi, same thing. Kawhi's a top seven basketball player in the world. I bet you I can find guys who get less than seven minutes a game having more pictures in the gym than he does, you know? And so how often do we see these people and it's just this whole, look at me, I'm grinding. How about you just grind? How about you stop saying, look at me? But it's once again, it's a lack of, this is insecurity because you're saying like, 
No, I mean, I got to have people understand I'm grinding. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like, why? Why do you need to have people understand that? Why don't you just grind? And yeah. you know, we'll see it on the court. We can't see it in the seven minutes you play. And it's the same thing here. All these things that people are doing, it's like, you know, people got their paycheck. They take all of it out and put it in hundreds, and then it looks cool. We can, you know, we can all do that, right? We can all just take out our paycheck and put it in hundreds and make it look cool. It's just this constant, like, lack of understanding of what a man is, you know, and all this kind of stuff. And I think we all just lost that idea. And it's just, I don't know, it's, like, exhausting almost. Mm-hmm. You know, you go out, and it's just hard to, like, enjoy yourself and keep good company these days. There's just so many people always trying to put something on. And it's just the the biggest lack of peace. And we always talk about, you know, energy and vibes and all those kind of people. And it's like, dude, you guys, maybe you guys need some of that because you're putting in all the wrong places at all times. And it's sad. And I think it's just like leaking into our entire, in every aspect. And I think it's bringing people up in a wrong way to where we have no clue what virtue is. The biggest virtue is just self-love, which has literally nothing to do with any of the real virtue that God cares about. Yeah. I don't think Jesus came down and said, love yourself, you know, appreciate your body and show the whole world about it or flex your money or have the biggest outfit. It's like none of that. Rich man came up to him. He's like, uh, well, you know, sell those things and you'll be good. Couldn't do it. So it's like we always have to be challenging ourselves. Find out if why am I so dependent on this or why do I need to seek attention on Instagram? I think we all got to think about sometimes like. Why do I need to post this picture right now? Do I need I have attention? I have a I have like a wife. What do I need to look for other things, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't need attention from other things. I got my family with me. We can all just have a good time. I think we have to continue to start asking ourselves that yeah. and be like, what's my purpose in me trying to show this right now? Because mm-hmm. they don't really need to see it, you know? Well, I think there's there's that response that, you know, as I can see as we're we're having this conversation and we've probably had we've had conversations with the friends and people, you know, even on social media about, you know, those people who are flaunting themselves or whether it be their physical body or, you know, their money or whatever. Right. Flaunting themselves in some way, um, even their athletic ability. uh, We would say that that's still an insecurity. And they're like, no, how could you look at the self-confidence? Look at the this or that, right? How They love their body. How could you take that away? You know, and, and part of it is is like the issue with it is not that, you know, grinding and taking exercising to make sure your body looks good and, and, and having that money, going to the job and ranking that money. Not that those are bad things, but when that defines our worth, it doesn't matter whether you're in your lowest part of your life or in your highest part of your life, it's still wrong. And I think that's what we're missing is we're saying, well, how could look at this person? They're not like down on themselves and like, you know, not exercising. Look at them. They, they're exercising. They're grinding. They're, they're in the gym all this time. They're recording videos of themselves working out. They have a fitness page. Look at them. They should show off their body. Okay. Great for their work. But if that's still the only thing that defines you, whether you're at your lowest state or your higher state, it's still leaving you empty because what are you going to have to do? You're going to have to keep maintaining that. You're going to have to keep putting, getting the likes or else guess what? If you lose one of those packs on that six pack, or if you lose 10,000 followers, guess what? You're in the same situation you were two years ago. And so what we're trying to say is it's the, it's you're at the wrong dial. It's, it's, it's not where we should be. We should turn ourselves to what God says we are. And that's what Mixer you're saying is like, why do I want to post this picture? 
is it, what is it? Is it, is it for me to get some sort of affirmation? Like, do I need to talk to my wife about it? My friends, my, am I feeling insecure here? Did I have a bad day at work? Right. Whatever's going on. Mm-hmm. Am I stressed out? And I need affirmation. I need praise because there is some good in it that we're seeking, but we do it in, in a distorted way because of our pride and our vice or whatever. And I think the first step is just reflecting. Like, like you said, makes people just go to clubs all night and all weekend because they can't sit at home and reflect. But actually sitting and being honest with yourself, like, why do I want to post that picture? Why do I feel so tempted to constantly record myself on my story or tell the world everything about what my day is or to record every single workout or to make sure that they know that I'm in the gym grinding or that I got the new fit or whatever it is, right? Like, is there some good in that? It could be, right? You couldn't be inspiring others by your grind. You could be inspiring others by your, um, your rants on your Instagram story. I mean, to some degree, there could be good, but just to reflect it, is this my worth? Because like I said, whether it's at your lowest point or your highest point, if that's what defines you, it's never going to be enough. Yeah. And I think it becomes this whole game of superficiality, right? It's just, it's skin deep. It just leaves people empty. I mean, ultimately, we're just trying to find idols, right? We've rooted God out, and now we're just trying to fulfill it with something else. And, you know, I I go back and forth on this topic because I think, you know, you were talking about virtue, and we've brought this up on numerous episodes about uh, rather than being virtuous, everybody wants a virtue signal, right? Look at me. Look at how great I am. Look at how woke I am. Look at how look at how um, inclusive I am, diverse I am, whatever the latest buzzword is, and then you're looking to see who's looking, right? Look, I just said that. Who's, who's, who's noticing me, right? Am I going to get more followers? Am, am I, now am I considered woke? Am I considered, you know, hip and, and um, part of the, the progression of this world and culture when we're really digressing as a people because we've lost a sense of who we are as, as people. We can't even communicate with one another. Um, we, don't, we don't even know how to treat, another, treat one another with dignity and respect. We can't even respectfully disagree with each other. Um, if we disagree, then it's hate speech now. Um, all of a sudden, we can't use our brain or actually follow real science. All of those things that exist, and yet people are out there fumbling around trying to figure out who they are, which I think the, the great bars of NF comes to mind, right? Trying to, f- trying to find out who we are by being everything we aren't. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's the part where you see a lot of people doing that. I mean, again, we're guilty of it as well, right? We can get enticed. You know, we, we know the, the, uh, the, the fall of Adam and Eve, right? They saw the fruit as good and pleasing to the eye. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, we see we're, now we're a consequence of original sin is what? Now we're going to have the pride of, pride of lust, the pride of life, you know, those types of things that come to mind. But I don't know. I think when I think about the young people, not just your guys' generation, but even the generation that comes after you, uh, specifically with these teenagers and, and um, you know, these, these young kids that are being stripped of their purity and innocence at a, such a young age, being told that their body, right, they're, they're being treated as objects rather than temples. And you're talking about we're temples of the Holy Spirit. But I see that the effect that it's having on our youth, the effect that it's having on even on your guys' generation to where it's like, well, no, I'm going to I'm going to show my body off to a bunch of strangers. Right. The most intimate part of you, the most intimate part of you. And you're giving that away to a bunch of strangers um, and leading them, obviously, to a place of vice, not virtue. And I think that's the issue that we have today is that my body, my choice, my this, my that. And it's this whole self-love. You can call it whatever you want. You can, you know, um, you can 
sugarcoat it in the way you think that means like, oh, I'm confident. You just you you just don't like seeing somebody who's standing up for themselves. And it's just like, actually, I don't I don't really care. But you're the one that decides to post 50 million times a day mm-hmm. about how secure you are. Mm-hmm. Secure people don't do that. Yeah, I think about just kind of that point yeah. of like it's almost we are like shaming people by telling them like we're looking down on the women body or we're looking down on some of these things because we're telling them that like it's 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 holier than you think or that's something that's more sacred than you think or that's more pure than than you think it is and it should be guarded and it's like you thinking that we're coming down and hating on it right it's you the woman body is this and it's art and you just hate it and the men want this and that and it's like or we're saying that it's so valuable that it should be kept within the confines of your marriage or something should be shown only within an intimate setting with your husband or something like that. Mm-hmm. Or we're saying that it's so good that these people and probably creepy Joe over there that's, you know, 55 with the Instagram for some reason <laughs> is looking at it. Like maybe those people shouldn't see it. Maybe that, maybe it's like, maybe you're the one degrading it. I'd be like, you know, I've really thought about that. And I think that's something that's just uh, so common that we're just so, I think people tend to be just real defensive because they're insecure and so attacks them right in their core. And like you always say, oh, wow, you know, you're you're telling me to change something. And then they just start steaming. And then yeah. this whole idea of like, well, I don't want to change. Like, here I am. Because at the end, like, you're just finding fulfillment in that. That's all you're trying to do. Someone's always going to have a better body. Someone's always going to have a nicer car. Someone's going to have a better watch, more expensive watch, more expensive outfit. You're always chasing something. So it's like, if we can just deal with that and face it, like, wow, you're right. I really am chasing something that's, ne- like Kelly said, as soon as you lose, what is it, 10 followers or whatever, it's going to be like, I, I hear YouTube creators or content creators talk all the time about how it is the most exhausting thing to always try to be the, get the perfect uh, thumbnail and the perfect little clickbait title and all this stuff. And you just lose who you are because all you're trying to do now is how can I get views? How can I get views? Cause that's the profession that you've now, you know, put yourself in. And the same thing with everything else. It's like, you're can, you're constantly just going to be chasing after something. And then what does that show everyone else? Right. We tell everyone that it's about self-love, but everyone else just feels like crap. That's all I feel like. Mm-hmm. Well, this is all I see. This is who you guys put on on the platform, right? When we look at the Grammys, we look at TV. People have more money than us, and which means they have plastic surgery, and they look better than all of us. But then they tell us, no, 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 just be you, while they fix every single part of their body, yeah. right? And while this person can't go out without the $600,000 <coughs> of ice on them, but just be you is what we're telling people. And it's just the most fault. I mean, like uh, the fact that we put celebrities on the platform that we do is just sad. And it shows kind of what kind of society we are and how shallow we are. Mm-hmm. But just the idea of like, what kind of impact are you making on everyone else? Right. Are you truly encouraging? Them? There's a way to encourage people to be fed and be them best selves. And I, and I hope we do that. But there's also a way where you and your confidence and your security are just making everyone with these unrealistic expectations feel like they'll never be able to meet it. And when they're looking at their phone, they're going to be like, well, look at all these people who get attention, right? These people get all the money. Man, that looks like a good life. Yeah. And so we're just in this cycle, right? Yeah. Guys and girls of never understanding where our true worth is, even though we can sit and talk about it. Like I can be a celebrity. I can talk all I want, right? About how, hey, man, you got to go out there and I can be all motivational. But at the end of the day, these everyday people, they don't have their yacht and they don't have someone to make them every meal. They don't have those things. So it's like, you can tell us all you want. We're going to see right through it. 
and all we're going to want is your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's just seeking um, just constant affirmation and, and just a, a difficult and a difficult medium that is social media. Because think about it. Every time you post something, everyone who looks at it, all your followers are literally voting. Like in, 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 our, in our way, subconsciously, whether we think of it or not, it's saying, am I accepted or not? That's simply it. Because you have a thousand followers, 99% of the time, not all thousand people are, fo- are liking that picture or viewing that video. And subconsciously, what does that tell you? Well, I need to up my followers. I need to up my likes. So I need to do something, change who I am to fit whatever it is I'm seeing on my explore page or whatever it is that this person put that got them those 100 extra views or likes. And it's a constant comparison. And I think if we were to step back and simply put, like you were saying, Meeks, this reaction, this like they're steaming when you like when you check them, when you offer just a different opinion is that they put yourself where you put everything into something sensual something superficial and this is like a lot of what identity politics comes to is this idea of like you are your ethnicity you are your gender you are your job you are your whatever it is right and when all your worth comes in that and someone challenges it and it's something so sensual emotional then why not react yeah because the whole thing you valued is now being attacked Whereas if you say my worth is in God, how can someone possibly take that away? It doesn't change. So if someone does challenge that, so be it. What are they going to do? Take away your image and likeness, your creation as in, as in the image and likeness of God. It's, it's unchangeable. But there's this, th- there's always this threat of my body is at stake. My find my job is at stake. My image is at stake. My, my acceptance is at stake. And so we are on edge to prove, to prove, to prove, to prove when it's like you said, me, it's, it's unattainable. You're always going to be out physiqued. You're always going to be outplayed. You're always going to be out what riched, whatever the term is. It's you're chasing this unending race and this unending target that's, that's just leaving us more and more empty and it's making us angry. Yeah. And I think, you know, we're reading, Michelle and I, we're trying to read it, kind of uh, melts your brain, so I, we had to take a take a pause. Uh, we're reading Three to Get Married. That's what it's called, right? Three to yeah. Get Married by Fulton Sheen. Shout out Fulton Sheen. He's a little above my pay grade. But uh, he was talking about the married couple, and I think this is a reflection on all of us. The married couple, oftentimes when they are broken, when they are frustrated with one another, when they are on the brink of divorce, is when they're trying to find God in the other person. Oh, yeah is when every this person needs to fulfill what I'm looking for in God, love, beauty, protection, safety, whatever it is. All who God is, when we are putting that in our spouse or partner and we're trying to find it and realize that that person isn't God, what do we do? We say, this person, I'm not happy anymore. I'm not, I'm not love. We're incompatible. I'm not in love. Yeah, I'm not in love anymore. It just didn't work out. We go find another person still trying to find God. And I think this is what's happening in a larger degree because marriage is broken. So what happens? Well, it can't go through marriages because they're already broken. We're going to make our way through the job, through social media, through our fitness, through anything now. And we're going to find our God in how many likes they get. We're going to find our God in my fitness page. And when we look and we we're not satisfied, what do we do? We start another page. 
Now we're going to start a makeup page. I don't know. It could be whatever, a fashion page. And it's we're just constantly seeking. Well, maybe, you know, this job wasn't it. So now I'm going to start cryptocurrency. And I'm going to start flexing and show you how much money I made in this past two weeks. Because y'all, y'all are on your eight to five. And y'all are trapped, you know. And I'm working my own salary making, you know. It's just... It's just constant chasing. And it's like, I'm exhausted even describing this right now. (laughs) And it's like, when are we going to sit back and say, is there something deeper than that? Like, I I hear you. Those are all fun. Those are great things. Like, don't get me wrong. Those Those are things that we can aspire to in their own place. But is that it though? Just, just ask yourself that. Yeah. You know, and I don't think we like, you know, back to our point, I don't think we're reflecting enough. Yeah. of like why are we doing what we're doing like just be honest with yourself and i don't think a lot of people are willing because what does that mean like their entire life their habits their perspective that has to change their friendships have to change their 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 daily routine has to change and it's i'm, I'm wondering if we're like so far gone that it's like oh well you can just do what you can but you know yeah yeah i, I was just saying oh i was just thinking right now that like it's funny how if your dignity, worth, and understanding uh, comes from God, how everything that you do now, you become a witness. As opposed to before, when your worth becomes of that thing that you're doing, you become everyone else, and now you're just distracting and leading people a different way, right? So someone who understands their worth and they're, they're into fitness, you can inspire other people, maybe into the, into the faith, but not really on the, you know, maybe not on the AA. Maybe they like, you know... Like Mickey D's a little too much or something. And now it's like, okay, now I can step up, right? Like I want to go and do these things. I see someone who's like me. I see someone who's like-minded. Or I see someone that's grounded correctly and properly. And they're getting after it in the right way. So that'll make me now want to do it right in the right way, right? Like we're not trying to hate on these people, right? Like we got our boy Nico. Hopefully he's watching. He's a monster. He makes me want to go up. I'm like, you know, he's up before me and I got work at seven in the morning. I'm like, what am I really doing? You know, how am I really spending my hours today? You know what I mean? So there's people that are doing it in the right way we're not trying to discourage those because i mean we were obviously on social media so yeah. we're not discouraging the platform and any of that stuff it's like but when you do it if you know me and Kenny just kept chasing what we wanted to before my dad kept trying to chase what he wanted to before we really tried to have god at the center then we'd be like everyone else you never even heard of us but because we chose now to put god at the center and our gifts and talents can come out and we become witnesses through those right yeah, instead yeah. of us just being like everyone else in the world with the same exact gifts and talents as everyone else has. Yeah. And so now God can use you through fitness. He can use you through uh, some sort of like, you know, I guess fashion, aesthetically. I mean, it's good to look good, right? I mean, you're a kid. You think you should look good. So you yeah, at church, you think it's very appealing when people actually take an effort to look good at church. Mm-hmm. That's a nice thing to do, all those kind of stuff. I think you carry yourself as a gentleman when you look good, right? All those things, you care about how you look. I think it's good that you just don't wear and no socks and slides with your toes out curling over the edge of the sandal. <laughs> no one wants to see that. You know, I think it's good to do all those things, but if those are your center, then you're going to lose a lot of people and you're going to lose yourself. Yeah. If God's in your center, then you'll become a witness and you'll lead a lot of people the right direction and to God. Well, it's a means, not an end, right? Or it's, you're using it as a means to, as an instrument, right? You're saying, God, use me through like, think about how many friends we've made through basketball, like, and through, even through fitness, like you just mentioned Nico, like I wouldn't have had my relationship with Nico without our love for fitness. And that was a, a, an instrument to allow us to grow closer to God and, and grow as a brother, as a brotherhood, you know? And so it's like, 
I think oftentimes people get that defensiveness because they're in all of us, either our pride, like we think that God wants to wipe away, take away everything that we love. And it's not that he just wants to rightly order them. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's not an end in and of itself. Those things are just a means to get closer to him. Those, that fashion, that your fitness, what we love about it is just a little glimpse of who God actually is, but we're just too blind in our own ways to actually see that. Yeah. So, you know, I, the, one of the things that comes to mind, we just, uh, on June 29th, we celebrated the solemnity of the saints, Peter and Paul. And the gospel reading for that day was from Matthew 16. And it's the first poll ever conducted on, in human history by Jesus himself. Who do they say that I am? Right. And it goes around, you know, some say, you know, uh, one of the prophets, uh, Saint John, you know, John the Baptist, yada, yada, yada. But Jesus turns to his disciples and says, what? But who do you say that I am? And why is that such a fundamental question for us to answer? For everybody that's out there, Christian or non-Christian, whoever, whoever you are, who is God to you? And when you answer that, when like you search deep and you go beyond all this superficiality, you go beyond all these masks, you will go beyond all these little false idols we all chase every single day to find our self-worth. And you answer that like St. Peter did. Well, you are the son of the living God. Everything else changes because your life now centers around that very reality. And when you can answer that, for yourself, right? I mean, we're on a podcast called Priest, Prophet, King. Obviously, God's important to us, right? We decide we're not chasing everything else. Doesn't mean we don't struggle. Doesn't mean we're not tempted. It just means that God is first and will always be first. And then how do we do a litmus test in our house? As we always have done. Where's our priorities right now? It's supposed to be God, family, and everything else. And if, and if it's not on that short list of things, then what are we doing? It isn't fitness, it isn't all these other things. It isn't deifying the world or our spouse or our children and putting an unrealistic expectation on somebody who's not God. Mm-hmm. So we have to kind of answer that for ourselves, you know, because as we kind of round this out, it isn't us wagging our fingers or poking your chest to say, well, you need to stop being insecure. Look at us. We're so secure. No, we're saying we all battle it. But the point of, of what we're trying to do is facilitate, right? And, 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 and just stop you in your tracks for a second to think about life. And to think about legacy and to think about really the God of the universe who wants something that you don't even understand what that's going to even entail, right? No eye has seen, no ear has heard. The heart of man right, can't comprehend what God has in store for those who love him, St. Paul tells us. So it's just like we have to answer that question just like the apostles did today. Who do you say that God is, specifically in the person of Jesus Christ? Yeah, just wrapping up, um, I was just going to say how, well, I think insecure is not being secure. Is that correct? So I think not being secure <laughs> yeah, sounds about right. would be just really like a lack of peace, right? And we've all gone through that. Like I told you guys, I'm 5'6". These guys aren't 5'6", okay? <laughs> My dad's a lot taller than 5'6". I don't know why. I don't know why that happened to me. But the thing is, is... If if that did if it didn't happen to me, there would be two perfect people on earth, and supposed to just be Jesus. <laughs> so he couldn't couldn't make me any taller. That would have been weird. Yeah, Everyone be like, wait a second, and then the Jews would have started coming to me, and they would think I'm the next Messiah. So, all right, anywho, um, but I, the point is, is, like, I played every scenario in my head possible. If I was just five ten, six two, D one, get all this, get all that. At a certain point, you just gotta realize, dude, you're not built that way. Like, it's okay. You guys got to realize you're not, not gonna, that guy now. You're, you're not going to be able to go on Bachelorette anytime soon because everyone's going to roast you for being the short guy on the show. You can't do those things, and it's all right. And so I think, well, reality, like, what well, I was getting at is, like, we've all faced that, but I think we need to stop understanding insecurity so much as, 
of that person who doesn't like to look in the mirror, stuff like that. Some of you like to look in the mirror too much and it's still insecure. The whole point is, is a lack of security. That's what insecurity means, right? Mm -hmm. You don't have that peace. I think if you constantly have to be on your phone or you're looking elsewhere and you can't sit in silence, then you are insecure by definition. Yeah. Whether it's society's definition or not, I don't really care, but that's a lack of security. It's a lack of peace. So I think the best way to go about this, like reflecting, we're saying, being able to sit away from your phone is probably the healthiest thing. That's why I keep trying to do. Even on my way to work, it's like a 20 minute drive. And I'm like, you know what? What if I sat in silence? Would that be insane? You know, what if I lived like it was in 1920 and just had no music on the radio and just kind of sat there a little bit, just like challenge yourself to do a little of those things. Cause then you're like, you know, why do I need to listen to music all the time? Why can't I just, you know, kind of sit there a little bit. And so the more you ask these questions, it's healthier. Not that you're going to become, um, you know, say we're not, you know, we're not perfect guys. We're just trying to help you, you know, give a little advice here and there and how we do things. Um, but yeah, that's all I'd say is like, understand that insecurity is so much deeper than your lack of confidence in your physical features. There's a, there's a whole nother layer of that. Mm-hmm. Well, I think also just as, like you said, to close, it's like chasing the security that we can never attain on our own. And I think the book searching for and maintaining peace hits that a lot in that, like you're not going to find peace by yourself because we, all we bring to the table is our own sin and our pride. This is all we bring. So in a sense, we're always going to be insecure with ourselves because we're not the source of our perfection. God is. And it's, I think when we are able, when we are able to focus, not only not just on our insecurity within ourselves, but on our security in God, and what he brings to the table, and we are secure in that, then our securities don't matter. Because what was the, was it yesterday's reading, or I think it was the Sunday reading, that the in our in our weakness, God is made strong, mm-hmm. and, and Christ is, is able to show his strength. Philippians, yeah. Yeah, in our, in our weakness. And it's like, yeah, we are, we should be insecure, because you're not going to go to heaven by yourself. Not that guy. You're pal. not that guy, <laughs> pal. Trust me. And so it's, what, what better way to get through that weakness and that reality, not by just upping the ante and flaunting more of myself, but by saying, yes, I am nothing, but God, you are everything and you want all of me. Mm-hmm. Like what better way to find security than in him alone? Yeah. You're not going to be able to find that peace except from the Prince of Peace himself. Not that guy. He's <laughs> not that guy. Anything else makes we got before we head out? Yeah. You know, it's been two months. So why don't you, you know, speaking of uh, affirmation, why don't you affirm us on this video a little bit? Uh, show us a little bit of love. Um, but it's just fun to be back. Um, yeah. We had a thousand followers on Instagram, which is sick and awesome. Um, you know, it's nice to know. You know, sometimes we just talk and we don't even know, you know, if anyone cares. <laughs> but um, so it's cool. It's just cool to see. We're doing Fulton Fridays. Make sure you guys check out those uh, IGTV clips because uh, if you're gonna don't even listen to us, just listen to those videos. That's all you really need. Seriously, uh, follow the Instagram. Can you support us? Support Care Cross. Support other Catholic platforms. Support Patrick Coffin, who's forever banned off YouTube. Like you know, we got to just keep um, supporting each other. And you know, we talked about highest divided before, and just about you know, spreading the love, man. And we just we're about good vibes and energy on this one. So why don't we just fill those? Uh, back this way as well. <laughs> yeah, you know, as Meek said, uh, please share, like, comment, subscribe. Not that we need them because we're secure, right? We're secure. And he 
who made us in his image and likeness. So thank you for joining us on this episode. We appreciate the patience as usual. And more importantly, we appreciate your prayers for us and for our families. Keep praying for us. We'll keep praying for you. And you know how we do it. Get holy or die trying. Peace. Peace.